You and I said this last time we're in Oakland. Just like you get into Oakland and it's just flavor town. Ew. No, that's not what I meant. It's oh, just flavor. Okay, Guy Ritchie. I know. Or no, not Guy Ritchie. What's his name? Fieri. Guy Fieri. Sorry. But it is. It's just like there's the soul there. That's it. Welcome to Bitch Talk. I'm your host, Erin, here with my co-host, Ange, a.k.a. Captain Party. And over the last 10 years, we've been elevating marginalized voices through interviews and events. Sometimes over a glass of whiskey. But if you're thirsty for more bitches, find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram. A big thank you to 48 Hills and our listeners for voting us Best of the Bay Best Podcast in 2022. And now, on with the show. What up, bitch talkers? We're basic bitching for your ass, because why not? It's been a minute. It has. It's been several minutes, maybe an hour, <laughs> maybe days, maybe weeks. I don't know. Um, I will start off, Ange, with uh, <laughs> just came from the doctor, and uh, I made mental notes of what I need to talk about because I was going <laughs> for, like, you know, the annual exam. Are you okay? You're, you know, in your mid-40s, blah, 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 blah. And uh, I have a new doctor because I wanted a new doctor. But long story short, there's this thing on my scalp that came back. I literally had it taken off when I was like 11 or 12. It was like a cyst or something. And then all of a sudden last year, it just popped back up. In the and same spot. Yes. Same thing. Yeah. Oh, it's the scar that you liked. The fu- oh, wait. Um, but it's on your forehead, I thought. No, that's my son's fucking spot. Oh, I'm sure it popping up everywhere, you guys. Sorry. Beware of oh. aging. Oh, when so, you shave your head, the scar. Yes. That, oh, yes. I like so that. that. Yeah, so that came back. It lumped up. It <laughs> oh. lumped up, sure. So they have to take pictures of it because I go to a place where like you can't just get a referral. They have you really have to mean it, like that you need a referral, right? This is where mm-hmm. we are now in our healthcare system. There's part of me that gets it. There's part of me that's like, fuck, you really have to fight for what needs to be seen, right? So this mm-hmm. this, this girl comes in. And I also needed to get a tetanus booster anyways. I was like, my last tetanus must have been when we went to Nepal. Seriously. Because she's like, it's been 10 years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. So I get my te- tetanus booster. And then she's like, I have to take a picture of the thing on your scalp. I'm like, okay. And she's like, I need a close-up and I need far away. I'm like, cool, cool. Totally fine. She's like, well, um, I said something like, well, you must see everything. So, you know, this." she's like, oh, yeah, this is nothing. She's like, this is probably TMI. <laughs> I love TMI. Yes, so do I. I'm like, please break it up. You love Dr. Pimple Popper. This is like your heaven. I do kind of, I don't <laughs> love it. It's just, I'm a weirdo. I'll just be honest. I'm a weird person. And so she's like, well, you know, earlier I had to take take a picture of someone's balls. She said balls. <laughs> and she must have to be like right up in there. And I was like, oh, well, I'm like, this is nothing compared to someone's balls. And she's like, and you know what this guy said to me? Like, he oh, no. felt uncomfortable. And she's like, well, how do you think I feel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So luckily you're not her. This so. is just another day in the office. Welcome. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the world's blowing up, but there's this girl in this doctor's office is taking pictures of balls, basically. Mm-hmm. And your head yeah. balls. Yeah, and my my head cancer. No, head it's not testy. Head Whatever's head. happening, and then she showed it to me. She's like, "You want to see it?" I'm like, "Of course I do." <laughs> what am I? 
who am I? Not this person that wants to see weird shit. <laughs> um, I didn't ask to see the ball picture though. So anyways, <laughs> no, no, no the less balls you see, the better. That's a good yeah. life. Yeah. I, my new doctor also was very nice and kind. Uh, but mm, also that's good. I could, I could tell she's very stressed out. And then she's like, oh, we're like the same age. She's like, oh, actually, I'm a year younger. I was like, what am I supposed to say to that? Cool. Congratulations, bitch. You're very accomplished. And then she (laughs) asks, like, what do I do? And I'm like, well, my full time. Well, it's not even my full time. But my main gig is bartender. She's like, that is so cool. I'm like, you're a doctor. Like, (laughs) I mean, I could write a whole comedy bit just from my visit with my new doctor and then she had to go over like so just letting you know we can only see you for 14 to 18 minutes and then if we schedule oh yeah oh yeah this is socialized healthcare, bitches oh yeah Fuck. wow yeah so i, I was like oh. that line and i was like so what's this and i'm like what's this and then, <laughs> this was hurting and then do we still have time like uh yeah so wow yeah welcome to american healthcare. So you just have to pick like your top three most pressing issues because there's no way you can get through everything in 14 to 18 minutes. And I'm lucky I'm relatively healthy person, just to be honest, like very privileged. And she's like, well, basically she was (laughs) like, fuck, you should have told the nurse that brings you in all of these things. She's like, I don't have that much more time. I'm like, oh, sorry. Well, were you warned that you only had 14 to 18 minutes? No, I wasn't. Yeah, what the fuck? No, I wasn't mad at her. She's doing her job. She also told me she sees 2,300 patients. She has 2,300. Oh, 23. my God. I was like, oh, so like a medium-sized high school. And she la- she looked at me. She's like, oh, I've never thought of it that way. I'm like, that's kind of, you're the oh. one doctor in a medium-sized high school. Small that's high. a medium-sized high school? Wow. Maybe my, small. For me, that's like five times my high school, my entire high school. 2,300? There was like 100 give or take per class. I'm, I'm thinking public school. There has right, to be obviously, yeah. right? So, yeah, I mean, I went to a private high school. It was very small. I'd like 50 Holy people. Holy shit. Yeah, it's not, no. it's not right what they're asked to do. No, and I was like, yeah. Anyways, so that was my day. How was yours? Well, but I think you should be given a heads up because I can, you know, you can make bullet points and be prepared for that shit if you didn't have enough time. So now you're going to come home and be like, Oh, I forgot about this. And now you have to wait three months for your next appointment. You know? Right. No, I, that's why next time I will make actual notes notes, but I had it in my head. I was like, but also I had this weird heart thing and that's why I didn't get my vaccinations yet. But she's like, were, were you short of breath? I'm like, no, she's like, then you're fine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, also they went away. So I'm okay. I think I'm okay. I don't know. Self-diagnosing over here. I also fell, I fell down a ladder like earlier this year. What do you think <laughs> about that? And you're back. You've been having back pains. Yeah. I mean, welcome. For weeks. Yeah. Okay. Now. Whatever. So how are you? How was uh, your getaway? Can we talk about that? I did. Yes, of course. I just got back from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Love it. I was at uh, a resort that Erin went to for her honeymoon. I I had a little little honeymoon on my own. She did. Um, Oh, friends called friends. Friends of honey? No. Honey friends? No. Well, no, I was calling it, well, it doesn't sound that glorious, but I was calling it our dead mom's honeymoon because my friend's mom just passed away. Sorry. But I mean, that's what I was calling it. You have to, you know, you gotta just, we're just surviving here. We're just surviving here. So (laughs) I hadn't seen her since her mom passed away this summer and her mom's uh, funeral randomly was to the day 
of my mom's funeral just one year later. So I was just like, this is enough. We have to see each other. But we wanted to do something special. I didn't want to just go to L.A. So she suggested going to a spa, having a spa weekend. And Oho in Santa Fe is a highly rated spa, somewhere she's been wanting to go forever. And then I found out that that's where Erin went for her honeymoon. So I was like, fuck it, let's get out of here. So we spent three days in Santa Fe, two nights at the resort. And it was very, 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 very special. Like I've yes. never had a spa weekend. I've got, I've been to the spa. I've had spa days, but I've never lived at the spa. <laughs> it's a whole new yeah. reality. Were you walking around in uh, robes? Of course. Yeah. Good I mean, job, I, do, buddy. I do that in Reno. Of course That's I'm going to do that at the spa. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Just living in your robe and going in all the, the tubs All of um, they have uh, they're called spring fed thermal pools and there's four of them well there's one set of the round ones that oh. had the most beautiful overlooking the pond yes. and those were the most beautiful and there's yes. waterfalls like the sound of waterfalls and then there was a huge salt pool that you can do laps in I loved that that I was I was floating in that one like we never went in that one like deep meditative state floating in that pool okay for I was in there for like half an hour 40 minutes total like just zoning out while my friend was having her massage and um yeah, I, I felt like I released a lot of toxins and Good. demons while I was there. Not really demons, just having a little bit of an exorcism. Oh, I guess that's demons again. Not really, not really <laughs> demons, but you know what I mean? Like unloading a lot of weight that I've been okay. carrying. Okay. You do yeah. seem a little lighter when we got onto Zoom originally. Like, he does look rested. That word. Well, I was happy to see you. I missed you. So I miss you too. It's weird not seeing you in person for a while. Anyways. Mm -hmm. I know. I feel bad our, for you. Thank you. Our codependent <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it was special. I highly suggest it. And now we're thinking of making this an annual thing. <gasps> um, Are you inviting yeah. people ever? Of course. I mean, my sister's already like, I'm going next year. And not to mention, which, uh, you know, they have a puppy yeah, um, they, they bring puppies from the local. What is it's not really a Don't, shelter, is it a shelter? Sure, say shelter. They bring puppies twice a day to help you heal and cuddle, and you cuddle with them. And I found one that I fell in love with, and I wanted. Mm -hmm. I named I named her mine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love her. Oh my god, mm -hmm. she was really. She was just resting on my lap the whole time. And they have chickens that you can. It's called a chicken hour, chicken talk, or something. It's just like really special and what i love about it my friend and i were talking about it and she brought up a good point that it's like really beautiful and calming but it's not over the top luxury you know it it's not normal. obnoxious it's yes. not obnoxious like marble thrones or whatever it's marble it's, thrones <laughs> it seems, i'm thinking Game of, of thrones? you know <laughs> no it it seems in tune with the nature it's yes like just fully in tune with the nature. There's no TVs in the room. It's just very, oh, I have the best night of sleep that I've had in years. And yeah, it was special. And then of course we spent a night in Santa Fe and we went to the <gasps> restaurant that you suggested called The Shed and it was fucking yes. stupid. I was moaning with every bite. Oh, in a good way. Yes. What did you eat? T I got enchiladas. Yes, you did. Yes. And uh, we were told by your husband, when you asked for what kind of sauce, you say Christmas. You don't say red or green. Christmas yeah. means both. And we Christmased 
everything. everything. Yeah, tamale. <laughs> we Christmas the tamale. Christmas the enchiladas. Um, it was ridiculous. And it looked like just a pile of slush. I was like, what is everything? But the beans were delicious. The hominy was delicious. Yes. I've never said the hominy is delicious. Like it, it was delicious. Everything, yes. everything, everything on the plate. And, um, there's, there's no food like, and it's, it's not just to that place, but like New Mexican food is very special. It just mm-hmm. is. It mm-hmm. just is. Yeah. And the people are so lovely and it's more of um from what we saw more of like an older retirement maybe place to live and there are just so many cool older couples that was really cool about being in santa fe just seeing all the older couples and their matching hats everybody's got really good hats (laughs) and they just have just style and they're aging like super gracefully looking really beautiful and not all fake and work done beautiful. I mean, like looking just really beautiful, owning who they are and their age and mm. just being, just living, vibing with fucking dope hats on. So um, yeah, 10 thumbs up for Santa Fe oh, and the Ojo Santa Fe Spa Resort. And I also want to give a shout out to the Tumble Root. We went to this place called the Tumble Root Pottery Pub. Ooh. And what happens is, they make their own, it's a, it's a distillery and a um, brewery. So they make their own booze and beer, but also you, uh, you can make pottery and the clay that they use doesn't have to be fired. It dries within 24 hours. So basically you're just like, you, you uh, pay $9 for a pound of clay and then you just create, they have all these tools. They have oh. like the lazy Susan. So you can like spin your art around. And I made a bunch of stuff and um, you just wait for it to dry and then you paint it. So um, I have to paint it now that I'm home, but it was such a lovely idea. We're just sitting there doing art and drink, having a drink. And there were a bunch of people there and they were playing good music. And um, yeah, it was very cathartic. The whole trip, it was crazy. Oh, that I, yeah, let's book it now. Well, I want to open one of those here. How popular do you think that would be? But that oh, would get yeah, so that busy. That's the thing. You need a lot of space. No, I still think we should stick with, we should, um, we should try and open the sports bra here. I'm wearing the beanie right now. Okay. I agree. And then maybe then maybe you can have a night where people can create a pottery shit. night. Yes. Yeah. The I month? agree. There done. Thank you. And also yeah. we went to the Gruet. Uh, oh, did you? Winery because our hotel was next door. Basically oh. we were staying in the <laughs> oh, you were- spot. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, the Inn of the Governors, another highly recommended. It's a two-generation-owned, family-owned hotel. Really nice, really quaint and beautiful. All the workers were great. Free breakfast. And the breakfast was like breakfast tacos, chilequiles. And it was free and it was delicious. Yeah. Inn of the Governors. It wasn't even that expensive. Santa Fe is just like, I'm about that life. I'm ready to move. Thank you. Yes. We want mm-hmm. one of those houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's just like Adobe everywhere. Adobe. Mm-hmm. So I was calling them Adorbe. Okay. Adobe. Ado- <laughs> no, Adobe. Jesus. Yeah. Adorbe. Adorbe. Did you have any green chili something? Anywhere? Yes, of course. Green okay. chili burger, green chili oh, queso. Yes. Um, Green chili tamale. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah oh boy <laughs> you are in it now yeah. you, and, you and Hefe are really gonna geek out I mean I get it I get it 
And you didn't even, oh, it's so beautiful there. It's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, maybe we'll all move. That's the commune life right there. Oh my God. And when I was at the spa, sorry, but I was pooping like three times a day. Like oh. I was, re I really left there very cleansed. You know, this is recorded. Are you going to take that out? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying talking. I was cleansed. Oh. <laughs> Literally three times a day. Yeah. And oh, I'm not going to talk about my friend, but yeah. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> was it similar, similar experience? For them, no, kind Maybe. of the opposite. But for oh, me, no, I was travel. fully cleansed. I was oh. fully cleansed. Yeah, travel gut that'll get you too. Just like stopped up. That happens to me. Mm -hmm. I know, it's surprising. But do no. you ever not have? <laughs> yes. Well. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Moving um, on. Moving on. Um, I'm gonna talk about Tony, Tony, Tony. So finally, oh, I our friend C note like was on it bought these tickets months and months and months ago when they announced their can you explain who tony 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 is for the people who don't know uh, tony, tony, <laughs> how do you tony, explain <laughs> yeah tony 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 uh born and raised in oakland california was like the soundtrack to my like late teens into 20s uh it's r&b soul and um oh god it's just, it's, I know every song probably. If you mm -hmm. just played a song, I could name that tune basically. Um, and the lead singer, quote unquote, of Tony, Tony, Tony. So it's two, it's two brothers. And then I think it's a cousin. They're all related. But Raphael Sadiq, I'm a huge fan of in general, like apart from Tony, 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 he is um, a prolific music writer, producer, you know, D'Angelo's first album, that was that was uh, Raphael Sadiq. Do you know Beyonce's current album? That's Raphael Sadiq. Like he up and down, left and right. He is prolific and I love him and he makes his own music. I've seen him before multiple, multiple, multiple times, but without Tony, Tony, Tony. I've never seen them as a full group ever. So they announced this tour. It's been 25 years that they've ever played together. I know. Jesus. Correct. I'm like, I'm that old, huh? And then some. So uh, so she bought the tickets, the Oakland tickets for the first night. And I'm like, hell yeah. And I was so sad because Andrew's supposed to be away. So we didn't get her a ticket. And I really wish you were there. <laughs> like mm -hmm. everyone was asking, like, where's Andrew? Oh, like, don't ask because she was supposed to be away. It's a whole I thing. I tried Whatever. not to think about you. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so you weren't there, which is sad, but First of all, I'm an idiot, Ange, and I the whole idea to go to Oakland. So first of all, tickets were bought months, months and months ago. Guess what? Landed the week at APEC in San Francisco, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, and God. My and my whole thing was we're going to take public transit. It makes sense. Just get on the bus. Da, 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 da. I don't know why last minute I decided to drive. Oh, so wow. that was fun. I just was like cursing myself the entire time we're in the car. Yes. Was this your first time experiencing any of the APEC change of downtown San Francisco or had you seen? I'd seen anything. Oh, no. God. Yeah. And I was in the thick of that shit and it was yeah, frightening. Well, and I couldn't even get downtown. It, it was, was like hilarious. military state. I had to I had to basically no one's going to get this unless you live here. I had to leave where I am. So I was like, oh, I could just take Bush Street all the way down to Hyde. No one understands what that means. And I thought I could do that. And I'm like, oh, no, because they also have like walled off all of Civic Center. I didn't even think about that. Didn't even mm -hmm. think about it. 
I did go to Van Ness and then backtrack to get on the freeway. Anyways. Oh my God. It was, it was a hilarious thing and I can laugh about it now, but the entire time I was so stressed out. I was so pissed at myself. I had two other people in the car. We finally get to Oakland. It's fine. And we had to do the thing that I didn't want to do was like rush eating and then get to the show. But we saw, uh, one of my favorite people in the world at the restaurant who DJ, uh, my wedding, our wedding, my, our our all oh. wedding Russ, big oh, Russ nice. was there eating. And I'm like, I thought maybe he was going to play with them because he knows everyone. Right. Um, but no, he's going to play the after party like in two days, of course. Oh, of course. So mm-hmm. um, but got to see him, gave him a big hug. He actually just lost his mom, too. So everyone's in the like Ugh. the dead mom's club. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was so good to give him a hug and just it was so good to see familiar faces, you know, and you and I said this last time we're in Oakland, just like. You get into Oakland and it's just flavor town. Ew. Mm. No, that's not what I meant. It's oh, just flavor. Okay, Guy Ritchie. I know. Or no, <laughs> not Guy Ritchie. What's his name? Fieri. Guy Fieri. Sorry, but it is. It's just like there's the soul there. It's just mm-hmm. that's it. And so it was so good to see him. And then getting into the Paramount was a shit show. But other than that, because you had to lock your phone, which was fine. I was completely... I love locking your phone away. See you later because then you don't have 10 million people in front of you with their phones out the entire time while you're watching a show. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, it was just, it was magic. I mean, you know, it's, I love it. And then Raphael Sadiq does a whole thing about just playing the music that he's made and that nobody knows that he's made. And he, he's just owning it. He's like, I made this, I made this. Oh, maybe, you know, this riff, maybe, you know, that riff. And it's just like, everyone's freaking out. Um, but it was a great show. It was very, it was Tuesday night show was great, but people are tired. So then also on top of everything else last week, my husband had the flu bedridden all fucking week, all week. I'm not kidding you. So I was, he He couldn't even work from home or (laughs) was he actually not really? No, he called, he called out all week. Wow. That's a big deal. He was basically sleeping all day, every day, like just sleeping. He'd get up. And he's like, I got to go back to bed. I'm like, okay. So I was kind of, you know, I was doing all the things. And I'm like, how do people also have children? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. The whole week I was like, I'm working. I'm taking care of the dogs. I'm doing the grocery shopping. I'm making all the meals and all the stuff. And I'm like, I don't. And how do people just have children? Like being in charge of their schedule. So hats off to y'all. Um, but by Friday, because I was like, damn it, I wish I got a ticket because there were two nights in Oakland. Then they go to L.A. and then they came back for a San Francisco show at the Masonic. I'm mm. like, I should have gone. And I looked at tickets I'm like, I'm not going to pay that. I'm not going to pay that. And he's like, I'm going to buy you a ticket because you've been taking care of me all week and the dogs and everything. Oh, good he job. Me a ticket and it was awesome. Friday night show. In, and let me tell you what. It was crowd, way better. The crowd was just lit. It was their last show of the tour. Was it just you? Yeah. I love it. I Same. love that. And were great. you just dancing and singing every word? And oh, you were the happiest person at fucking stadium. Yeah. <laughs> I, love I it. will tell you, though, uh, I will tell you. And it was great. So I took the bus. It was perfect to the Masonic. <laughs> but guess what? I saw the walled city around the Fairmont. Dude, it was insane. I know. You feel like a cage. You feel like you're in a zoo. Yes. Yeah. It was just caged off everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had the best time. I just, I was feeling myself and I felt bad for the 
there's a couple next to me that was just they had a big like every show had a DJ playing all the like 90s, 90s, early 2000s and some 80s hip hop, mostly local, but sometimes not. And every song, it just kept it kept building on itself and more people were coming in and just like feeling themselves. And the couple next to me just they were they were just sitting there like hella proper. I'm like, I'm sorry, I am not going to be proper. I'm by myself tonight. Mama's. Mama's having a good mama's time. Mama's free. Mama's mama's free. I'm drinking some sparkling. I'm having a good time. But guess who is at the show? Just your guess. Ne- your nemesis. One of my top <laughs> ne- my top nemesis. We need to have an episode not sharing who your nemesis are, but no, no, no. going through the list of nemesis. No, this this one is <laughs> I've talked about on air. And their friend in the very front row, the mayor and the DA. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yep. Did they did they cut the camera to her, or was there was it, no was camera action? Okay, but he kept talking about her, and I'm like, they are really <laughs> ruining my vibe. They're ruining Mama's vibe. Uh, They're ruining everything, especially uh, after this past week. Like, yes, uh, I mean, look, we don't need to talk about APEC. You can look it up if you want, but basically, a lot of world leaders were in the city, so they flushed downtown of everything flushed, that it normally is literally yes. to make it look presentable in yes. quotations who knows where everybody got swept away to um and walled the streets and all of the underground was closed because yeah a lot of people want to kill these world leaders you know and it was all just to puff San- for san francisco to puff their chest and be like look at how cool we are look at what we can do and we're you know it wasn't really to help anyone in the city and a lot of resources that could have helped people in the city were put towards this. So there, there you have it. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> That's how I was like the whole time. And then you see her. <laughs> I was like these motherfuckers. I am so fucking pissed. Uh, I, I was laughing and it was funny cause I didn't, cause I couldn't get to my phone and I couldn't tell Jeff and I wasn't going to, oh, yeah, I wasn't going to text you about it, but I really want to text Jeff. Like, guess who is my- <laughs> ruining my vibe tonight just ruining but i'm not gonna let it had to like and i had such a good seat i was like just the i was just uh the second row up which is only i think masonic's only the two it's like balcony and then floor and it was such a good seat and i just could see them the entire dude good job husband there's one reason to get married oh no just find a good partner man find a good partner in life but i was like this is also my holiday gift no nothing else like Best night of my life. And then I was like, <laughs> after. <laughs> You're alone. Just you, Dude. Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. I was like. Can, Did they I play like, Lucy Pearl? I want to dance. He played a little. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They played. Look. I figured. I figured. Let me tell you what. They did not disappoint at all. It was so good. I just was like, I just want to capture this and like. Put it somewhere. Um, It was really good. So mm-hmm. I'm. That was very, it was a very nice thing. It was healing. So that was my, that was my Santa Fe. <laughs> Good for you. That's awesome. Back to back. Dude. Tony, me. Tony, Tony, Tony has done it again. I did not, <laughs> I did not buy merch. I really wanted to, but I did. Oh. It's okay. If they had a best hits album, I would have bought that, but they didn't have any albums. It was just like wearable shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need more of that. So, uh, and I love my bartender. He was great. He lives out in the Bayview. Like I was just, it was a whole thing. It was you were living large as you do, as you should. Yeah. So anyways, and then I went to the hideout, which I haven't been to in a million. Oh, this was funny. 
We went to the hideout. <laughs> haven't been there in a million years. Still cash only. <clears throat> uh, I was wearing this beanie. Been wearing it a lot. Sports bra. And this guy. I wonder what sexy guys, friend bought that for you. Yeah. You're, I'm talking to her. So <laughs> I'm sitting at the end of the bar. I got another wine. Waiting out my, you know, get my lift or whatever home. This guy looks at me and he's like, oh, I like your beanie. I'm like, cool. Um, and I told him, yeah, it's the only sports bar in America that only plays women's sports. And he's like, oh, cool, cool. He's like, let me ask you a question. Uh-oh, dangerous opening line. Well, first he asked, like, what are your favorite women's sports? And of course, it's like one in the morning. I've had a few to drink. I was just like, uh, I'm like, uh, soccer. Uh, I'm like, I like everything. WNBA, like, just give it to me. I'm enjoying it all. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I have an idea. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to, I don't want to hear anything right now. Get, stop it. Don't talk to me. And he had a friend next to him. Yes, they are white males. He's like, what do you think if every WNBA team that's adjacent to the, like, the NBA team has the word lady in front of every, so it's like lady Pelicans. It's lady Lakers. I'm like, no, absolutely not. I just looked at him like, no. Oh my God. What the fuck is wrong with you? He was being serious. He wasn't being facetious. Yeah. No, I was like, it's a terrible idea. And his friend was like, yeah, it's stupid. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Listen to your friend. And then they stopped talking to me. Oh, my God. You know what that reminds me of? Uh, when I played softball. So we had, you know, girls teams and boys teams. And for the most part, the teams were all, you know, they had the Phillies team. They had, the, you know, this, that. But the, only the girls teams they had a team named the honeys and I was on the honeys, but like, why did we have to be called the honeys? We could have been named after any other baseball, anything, team, just like the boys were, right. We were the honeys. Right. In hindsight, I'm like, fuck that. I'm not your honey. Correct. So anyways, anyways, lady, yeah. lady Lakers, lady. Yeah. Lady, lady magic. Oh, I kind of like lady magic. Yeah, anyway. but also- no 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 it's stupid it's the dumbest fucking thing but i was also i'm like of <sighs> course this guy's gonna ask that of course i'm like get out get the fuck out of here man you're killing me with this anyways they i guess e for effort i don't know baby no, steps there was zero steps i don't know zero zero effort <laughs> uh, hmm. that was my uh that was my good time that was my release dude because it's been a it's been been rough out there well i'm just really surprised because so aaron's husband jeff got the flu basically the day after we had just spent the whole day hanging out and share we were at a mess at a mezcal tasting called mexico in a bottle which i would like to give a shout out to they happen in a handful of cities across the country but they started in 2014 by jeff's friend susan susan and- Cox, yeah and it's incredible. I mean, at least 30 different. So it celebrates all um, spirits of Mexico, but mainly mezcal. But they did have like rum, liqueurs, whiskey, but it's mainly mezcal. And like, I don't know, off the top of my head, maybe I would guess 20 to 30 different mezcal purveyors. And within each one, at least five different ones for you to taste. So you wow. could essentially just stay in one room and try every mezcal in there and maybe not even make your way around. And there were multiple rooms and food and just a really great time. But my point is we were all sharing, like we would share like, oh, try this one. So we could all try different ones without having to take a whole drink. And we all were doing that 
with each other and nobody else got sick except for him. So sorry. It's just well, weird. That's interesting to hear because he woke up that morning not feeling great and he took a COVID test Sunday morning. Whoa. So I'm glad y'all are good. Yeah, no shit. Mm-hmm. Mm, the plot thickens. Yeah, it sure does. He put us all at risk. Correct. Correct. Well, good Thank job, God okay. he bought you that ticket because I'd be yeah. pissed at him right now finding this out. <laughs> well, you're lucky you escaped this bullet right now. Yeah, correct. Um, no, it's going to just talk about briefly uh, Make It Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to the episode. We had a grand time in Oakland. Thanks to everyone who invited us. And it was just really special to be there. Um, it's a big movement to drive more entertainment to be filmed uh, in Oakland. Um, kind of founded by friends of the show. Um, Sam is one of them. Kamau, uh, I believe. Pete Nix, who still has not been on our show, but we love all his docs. <laughs> Fabiana Rodriguez. Who we didn't have hear. Pete Nix on the red carpet? Oh, yeah, we did. I'm sorry. We had him yeah. on the red carpet, but it was very For, briefly. It was like two questions. Mm-hmm. For Steph Curry doc. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's a great movement. We had so much fun. And then we bumped into a friend of ours that we met when Ange and I, when Ange and I met basically 20 million years ago, mm-hmm. uh, Ariella, which was hilarious. Um, it, it's just a good time. Good music. Good music. Yep. Um, full house. Food, drinks. But, yeah. An after just, party of After dancing. party, new yeah. friends. Yes. Um, it's, it's great meeting new people and and also seeing old friends. Um, we had a, a guy named Tommy Shepard on the show who I've known for probably since t- 2009, who finally has won a Grammy and just is doing doing it. Um, but just shout out to those guys and, and thanks for having us there. That was it was a very special night. We're the only media there <laughs> that covered it. Plus, it's, Which is nice crazy. To, it's nice to be surrounded by people that are excited about something mm-hmm. and um, motivated towards a, a common goal. It's just you have to search for those. Um, you have to search for these kinds of events, uh, but they're out there and they really mm-hmm. help help you get through life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's just put mean, it that way. Yes. Just to remind you that there's a lot happening. There's a lot. And you could search for certain sort of thing or you can search for this kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like you can control certain situations that you find yourself in sometimes. Very much true. Yeah. Um, no, I just, we're still, I don't know, still inspired by that night. So, um, and those folks. So I'm hoping the movement gets bigger, that people in Oakland understand what the investment is, what it actually means. Um, there's some haters out there. I've listened to their rhetoric and it's really very Fox News-ish. Um, mm. But, you know, I mean, Oakland has a lot of entertainment. It always has coming out of it, you know, um, but there's a lot of great artists, great directors, great writers just there. And they're doing the, they're doing the damn thing and they don't want to move. They don't want to have to move. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So look, look for that. I think there's going to be more to that coming uh, in 2024 too, but but listen yeah. to that episode. It's right before this one. It was a yes. lot of fun. And we yes. have like a fun variety of conversations. Yes. That night. <laughs> so I really want to see Killers of the Flower Moon on a big screen, uninterrupted. 
Um, and on like a weekday morning, it made sense. Or like the first screening of the day, you know, so we wouldn't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a fucking three hour, three and a half hour movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus. Yep. And I didn't, you know, late a, a night movie for three and a half hours. No, thank you. So, so me and my husband, Jeff went to the Alamo and, uh, you're, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot going on so um there was like this beeping happening every what do you say like 15 20 minutes ish something like that and in a three-hour movie that's a lot of times it's a lot of times so i think i gave it at least an hour maybe hour and a half yeah and again this is where i'm like this is a consistent thing i need to trust my gut and go with my gut this is like oh i should drive to tony 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 no take the public transportation that you wanted to do go with that so my gut was that this is probably a medical device because i think this has happened to me in another film a million years ago and i got moted then so i write down at alamo you know you're ordering food you're writing down stuff so I wrote down like there's a beeping every like 15 to 20 minutes in the front row. And there was someone like two people over from us that tried to shush this person during the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wrote a thing. I'm like, I just I don't know what it is. Blah, 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 blah. Because they have servers at the yes. at the Alamo Draft House. So the server came and she showed her the yes. note. Okay, and their on. whole thing before the movie is like if people are disruptive, if people are on their phones, like let a server know like. It's they kick you out ASAP. Yeah. And also this film is pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're you just want to be invested. It's a serious topic. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's not some <laughs> anyways. So she takes the note. Apparently, the person that shushed this other person also <laughs> wrote a note. And the server went down to the front row, came back. She wrote me a whole thing. And yeah, it ended up being a fucking medical device. I felt like a total asshole. Someone on dialysis. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Ange. Not well, dial. Well, yeah, I guess it was. Because the that's what was happening in the movie. It's like the oh, character in the movie was also on dialysis so it was just very meta the moment it was, <laughs> it was yeah and I just I was just like just shut up like just I just it was uh, it was just a lot um also I was like could it be like whatever it doesn't matter so the server was like do you want two tickets to come back and I was just like so flustered I'm like sure I don't know yes and so we got two tickets to go back but I really just want to give it to the person that was had the dialysis machine, but I couldn't tell who it really was. So I did. And on top of that. <laughs> it's okay to be, you know, sometimes you get moted and you get humbled a little bit and, you yeah, know, perspective. Dude, I just should have perspective, but it was, it, it broke the film. I'm it sorry. It was a lot of, it was a lot of beeping and it's yeah. a small theater. Yeah. It was so a small. It's basically theater. like just right in your ear that would be like that. And it's a period theater or period theater a period piece movie period theater <laughs> let's talk about Salford um period oh my god piece period theater. And, <laughs> and you're like is there beeping in the movie there can't be like, at first I, I was like oh oh this is really 3d was, like 4d yes. <laughs> sounds right here yeah. yes I just I didn't understand what was happening so and yeah there's all sorts of things about that that 
Anyways, I don't well, understand. Well, you didn't tell me that you got free tickets. You were just like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, I just don't, I can't. It was, I felt very moated. Um, and then at the end of the movie, all of a sudden there's a commotion at the end of our, at the end of our aisle. And this woman is just frantically like yelling and like. With a British accent. Very British accent. And this is again, a small theater. Very like maybe 30 people could fit. There's three rows. There were three rows. Of 10. So 30 Mm -hmm. maybe. So she's screaming that her wallet got stolen. And we're like, oh my God. I mean, it was a whole, she was chaotic. It was too much. And And she's yelling, where is it? Where is it to her? her boyfriend or her partner or her friend, whoever whoever it was, whoever this poor soul was, because it was like, that person does not deserve to get screamed at right now. But she was like, where is it? What is it? And he kept trying to help her. Like, well, did you go to the bathroom with it? Did you do this? And every time he tried to help her, she's like, why would I do that? I would never do that. Yeah. It was her time. And it was just very, a lot of screaming. And we had just watched a very tragic Yes. Story based on real events. Yes. Like that very stressful film. And to just be pulled out of it immediately by this obnoxious woman who was just like, I'm really sorry that your wallet got stolen, but you live in a city. Shit happens. Your health is okay. You know what I mean? Like perspective here, you know? Yes. It was just really fucking obnoxious. And aggressive. She was just so aggressive about Super it. Super aggressive. And she would not stop. Like, if it's no. not there, it's not there. I don't know what to tell you. Right. Also, I'm like, maybe it dropped it. Maybe it fell out. You have no idea. You and also, no it's like, is this the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Because you're acting really <laughs> like it is the worst thing that ever happened to you. Yes. Jesus, fuck. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> so I think this is probably the first and only review of Killers of the Flower Moon that had nothing to do with the movie. Right, right. We haven't even talked about the movie yet. <laughs> uh, the movie was, I, I mean, look, it, it took Martin Scorsese, uh, a famed director, um, Hollywood royalty, to make a film about this story. Of course. I mean, of course it's going to be a white, old white man that's going to do this. Of course. Um so there's, you know, there's conversations there about that. The, the story is very important. It's probably not the only story out there about this mm-hmm. type of thing that happened to Native folks. Um, but I'm hoping that this just opens the door to more of these conversations, more of these types of films. Um, and I th- thought it was really well acted. I, mm-hmm. I it, was, it was beautiful. And I love seeing on a big screen, I just told people like, when you stream it at home, you're going to you're going to be looking at your phone. You're going to go to the bathroom. You're going to have lights on or you're going to be eating or you're just going to be distracted the whole time. It was nice to just be in a theater minus the other things that were that were happening. <laughs> unless and, you don't have a dialysis. Right. Unless you're home, going through maybe dialysis. Maybe it'll be, and then, be peaceful for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. No, um, I mean, I hope, you know, that person is OK, but I was definitely fully enthralled by the movie the whole time and like you said it's Scorsese so his shots his eye the long shots it's all there and um yeah maybe it it took that long to tell this story it took three and a half hours because it's it's an there are a lot of important points and you really need to as as much as a film can get you ready for what's about to happen like get you fully prepared and understanding of the scenario before shit goes down 
Mm-hmm. And I, I think, and it feels like it in the film and wh- whoever sees it will see it, is going to see it. Um, I think he did take a lot of care with the film and the story and the people that he's and it talking was all about. shot in the land that it's being mm-hmm. told about and with the people mm-hmm. as consultants. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he did what he can do with who he is in life. <laughs> That's what I will say. Um, and I'm glad that he made this film. He didn't have mm-hmm. to also. Mm-hmm. So, um, so see Killers of the Flower Moon if you can. I mean, this is topical. See it Thanksgiving week. It's like, seriously. Fuck yes. Fuck Thanksgiving. Go see, go see Killers of the Flower Moon. Seriously. Um, also, we saw Saltburn. Woo. Very different movie. Also, go see Saltburn. I mean, get on, also- a, get on the fucking roller coaster of Saltburn. Uh, I, I don't know where to start. Uh, the director is Emerald Fennel um, or Fennel. I'm not sure exactly how she's Fennel, says Emerald Fennel. Fennel. Um, she did Promising Who, Young Woman. Yes. And uh, she just is like, um, if you don't get on her roller coaster, you'll get left behind. And it's, and I loved it. I love her mm-hmm. roller coaster. Give me more of it. And uh, the movie, <laughs> I think me and, and my husband, again, it's a theme. Uh, I think we all had points of the movie where we were like, oh, 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 oh shit. Oh, what? God. Really? Yeah. Is this oh. is this what we're doing? Yeah. Yes. Oh, we're doing it. We're doing we're, it. We're doing this now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I love how fearless she is. Mm-hmm. She wrote and directed this. She wrote it, everybody, and directed it. Like, that's an incredible mind and a fearless mm-hmm. mind, really. And just like such a clear vision for her madness the madness mm-hmm. on screen <laughs> i love it. i mean everything in the best way possible uh, yeah I, the casting was, like really casting music happy with the casting <sighs> it's we can't really go in depth because it'll give things away but just go and release every filter you have and just mm. just like mainline this movie <laughs> just accept it <laughs> yeah just go in knowing like yep she's gonna push every she's gonna push every scene to what you are like is she is she and she does she just mm-hmm. does so um just I know think, that that happens and i think this movie is gonna be a good filter for which side are you on like you're either all in or you're not you know what i mean it's not like a you're not going to leave thinking, oh, it was okay. You're either going to like really be down for this film or just be like, it wasn't for me, I think. Right. It's like, I I've seen, know. I've only read um, headlines of people's, um, of people's reviews. And I'm like, yeah, I, I can see that, you know, like if you're how not do you into feel it. So, how do you feel like you, but you can't just feel like it was okay or it's fine. Like you no. have strong feelings either yes. way. Yes. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I've read. Like okay. it's either like, she's it's too much and she pushes envelope too far or like our very good friend Aisha Harris who's on uh, NPR's pop culture happy hour I happened to listen to their review of Saltburn um it's very well done their review and they were thinking all the things we did and they're also all everyone on that show um they have guest contributors and then they have the main host and she's one of them that just loved it. They loved every minute of it. And I'm like, yeah, I, mm-hmm. when I came out of the movie, I think all of us were like, 
whoo, like we need a deep breath and like four drinks. Um, but it's, it's just so, I liked it. I really liked it a lot coming well, away I, from it. Yeah, same. And I, I feel like at first I needed to process everything. Like, wait, give me a second because I've never seen such things in a film. <laughs> And we've seen so many movies, but that's what I love. I love that she's willing to push the envelope. People use that phrase a lot. No, she pushes the fucking envelope and you really do not know what to expect next. And you just, like I said, you just strap, strap in and go along for the ride. I think I say strap in in every episode. You keep for saying some strap reason. something. And I'm Look, like, it's been a while and I things are just a release. They're just, a release. just circling my mind. It's there. Certain it's there. phrases are just yes. marinating. We should do our moment of pleasure. Mm-hmm. You go first. I do have one. On my phone, I have a an ongoing text thread with my high school friends. And so we all text each other things, obviously. Uh, updates on life and whatever. And uh, one of my good friends posted, um, I don't know who she is. I didn't know who she was prior, but her name's Alexa Chung. Do you know who that is? She's a she's a model. She's a British TV personality. She's a fashion designer and she's Maybe. a Vogue con- contributing editor. And I oh, guess my yes. friend, my friend just follows her on social media. And so she uh, had this article on Vogue of uh, 40 pearls of wisdom for her 40th birthday. And so I went through them and I actually really liked it. I'll share the, I'll share the article with you. It was really good. But one of them I have to like give a shout out to because I feel it deeply. It was number three and I'll just read it really quickly. Your friends will be one of the great romances of your life. I spent a lot of my thirties, a lot of my life, to be honest, preoccupied with romantic entanglements and the pursuit of everlasting undying love. During that time and the heartbreak I both endured and delivered, I'm grateful to have had the luxury of friends I could spill my guts to and vice versa. I was once so heartbroken, I had a spontaneous nosebleed in a Mexican restaurant when my friend asked me, how are you? The point is, the people who nurse you through the great loves of your life are the great loves of your life. You are not without love. So that really, I resonated with that a lot and I'm every day grateful for all of my friends and I could name at least 10 very very close friends that are going through really tough life happenings things that are life altering and I'm happy to be there for them and these are people that were also here for me and we're just very very lucky to have each other so I'm trying to remember that every day and not take that for granted Okay. Well, thanks. Uh, (laughs) Well, that the first thing that came to my mind is not that deep, but kind of Jesus. Look, I've been meditating in uh, natural spring water. I've been meditating my ass off. Yeah. Meditation is very good. I uh, highly recommend that floating for like a long time, dude. (laughs) Um, I'll just, I'll throw this out because I think it's important and I, if people haven't watched it and, and don't know what I'm talking about, um, we can cite it also in our, um, notes, our show notes, uh, high on the hog season two is coming out this week, mm. just in time for the Thanksgiving dinner. And, yes. Uh, and I love our friend, Steven Satterfield. Uh, he's created Whetstone media. He's the host of this wonderful, um, documentary episodic about food in America. 
And season one, uh, episode one brought me to tears. And I loved season one and season two is dropping this week on Netflix. So um, watch it. I, I love what he's doing. I love what his production company is doing and the people that he surrounds himself with. I think he's doing the good, the good, good work out there. And uh, you should see that and Flowers of the Killer Moon <laughs> this holiday season. <laughs> and Saltburn just well, Saltburn for a little your whistle uh, for a little after dinner amuse bouche, if you will. Yeah, amuse your bouche. Yeah, your bouche will all the something will happen to your bouche. I mean, you know, you got to change your underwear after that movie. Let's just say your bouche will be amused. The bouche is amused. Um, but that's okay. my. Sorry, sorry, Stephen. But saying that, I know. Yeah. High on the high on the hog. Seriously, <laughs> season two. Please watch that. Killer Killers of the Flower Moon, and then the Moose Bouche is Saltburn. That's it. Have fun on your uh, travels, friend. Miss you. Yeah, I'll be gone for a while. Yeah. Leaving on a jet plane. So we won't have a new episode for a minute, um, just because Anne just gonna be out of town. It's the holidays. We come back. I think we'll have a few for the end of the year. And then y'all it's Sundance time and we may have to take another little break. And then it's just going to be Sundance in your face. But we so. have an exciting trip to Portland coming up. Oh, yeah. I will... keep kidding. Yes. Do not We're forget. We told you guys that, right? We We're have gonna... some exciting shit coming up. So uh, we may be taking a week off or so because of my vacation. But we have some crazy shit coming up. So. Right. Stay tuned. We also have 760 something episodes you can catch up on. So. <laughs> Close your eyes and press play. You won't miss us. You won't. But uh, take care of yourselves. It's holiday week if you celebrate it or not. And um, yeah, hug your friends, hug your family, kiss your puppies, and use your boosh. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's show. You can find more information about this episode in our show notes. If you're missing us, you can visit us at bitchtalkpodcast.com to sign up for our newsletter and buy us a cup of coffee. Did you know we're also on the radio? You can find us at bff.fm. And lastly, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. All the cool bitches are doing it. This podcast is a proud member of the bff.fm podcast network. Learn more at podcasts.bff.fm. BFF.fm, best frequencies forever.